ladies and gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back on the air. And now your hosts, Joe Altman and Max McGuire. Back with hour two of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Hit that share button if you haven't already, whether you're watching on Facebook, conservative-daily.com, DLive, Twitch, Clout Hub, soon to be Frank Speech. Are we live on Frank Speech today? Do we know? Are we live on Frank Speech today? I'm asking Gonna the take question. that as a no. Yeah. Gonna take that as a no. Um, give me my give me my little little orphan Annie costume, and I'll get out and I'll sing tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll be live there tomorrow. Um, so we're gonna talk a little bit more about Afghanistan. Pivot into election integrity stuff. Um, so yeah, hit that share button if you haven't already, and uh, and continue to comment. And if you have lemons to give, we will give them out as fast as D Live lets us. So. A couple more clips of from Afghanistan that I wanted to play. Um, this was actually a great clip on MSNBC of Brian Williams getting torched. Brian Williams actually came out trying to defend Biden, and he got torched by one of the guests. So I want to play this clip. It's a, I think it's like a minute, minute and a half long. M- might not play the whole thing, but I want, want to show everyone. Uh, Mr. Bruce, let's go back to cut number nine. So I'm curious to hear your reaction of this consequential speech by the American president didn't run from it. He owned it. He owned his decision. Get out of he here. owned the fact that, as he put it, the buck stops with him. I hope he gets to own their deaths, too. I, I don't, I feel like I watched a different speech than the rest of you guys. I was appalled. There was such a profound, bold faced lie in that speech. The idea that we planned for every contingency. I have been personally trying to tell this administration since it took office. I've been trying to tell our government for years that this was coming. We sent them plan after plan on how to evacuate these people. Nobody listened to us. They didn't plan for the evacuation of our Afghan wartime allies. They're trying to conduct it now at the 11th hour. The thing that they were most concerned about was with the optics of a chaotic evacuation. Well, they got exactly what they were most concerned of by failing to do what was right when we could have done it. We had all the people and equipment in place to be able to save these people months ago, and we did nothing. I'm appalled that he thinks we only need to take 2,000 people. There's 86,000 people who are currently left behind in Afghanistan alone. We've identified all of them for the government. I have no idea why he claims that people don't want to leave Afghanistan. I have a list of 14,000 names right now of people who want to get out of Afghanistan. And the idea that the Afghan military should be blamed for this, do you know how many casualties the Afghan military took in an average year? More than the United States did in 20. When you're not getting paid on a regular basis, when you're not getting fuel, when no one is supplying you with ammunition, and yet you're still showing up to the fight, how dare us for having to blame these people for not having the audacity to be able to survive a Taliban onslaught? No, no, no. What we need to be doing right now... Really good stuff. up oh, Joe answering a call. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, Brian Williams did not expect for it to go that way. In no way. Um, here's a clip while Joe is taking a call. Here's a clip of the State Department hilariously demanding that the Taliban create an inclusive government. Let's play cut number 15. Additionally, The U.N. Security Council issued a joint press statement earlier today calling for a new government that is united, inclusive, and representative, including with the full and and meaningful participation of women. The council spoke with one voice, 
to underscore that Afghanistan must abide by its international obligations, including to international humanitarian law, and ensure the safety and security of all Afghans and international. So, we gotta make sure it's inclusive. It's gotta be inclusive. Gotta be, yeah. gotta be, make sure it's inclusive. Yeah, okay. We are demanding that the Taliban make an inclusive government as we run with our tail between our legs because we didn't want to leave with dignity. We wanted to leave with no plan. And, and inclusive. We're, we're, we're over there trying to tell them that they need to have TikTok videos and, and have equal rights for transgenders, right? Which isn't a thing. It's male, female, right? I'm sorry. If you're, if you're transgender, then you're just a man dressing up like a woman. Sorry. I believe in equal rights. I mean, they should have every right to go vote, right? All right. It's, I, I, it's I'm not saying that, that there is no equal more. rights. That's what's crazy. It's not the matter of that you have equal rights. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that you want to concentrate on the smallest problem and, and emphasize that problem while basically the rest of it, the world just falls down around it. I mean, it, inclusivity, what, what even is that? What is inclusivity? Is it just not well, murdering people in the street, not beating people as you run down there, ma- yeah. making people wear head scarves and at 11 years old be raped by by grown old men? Is is that what inclusivity women, is? I just want to know. Women to be involved. They huh? want women. He explained inclusivity. Means having well, you know that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. No, it's, it's not going to happen. So, w- w- why go through the dog and pony show? And this is what I this is what I keep talking about. Like, why go through the dog and pony show at all? Why? Why? Yeah. Um, so during one of their press conferences, the Taliban was asked about freedom of speech, and they pivoted by saying, "Why aren't those reporters concerned about Facebook claiming that they support freedom of speech while simultaneously censoring it?" Thank you. We are going to. Or how about say, YouTube? Or how about anything else? We're living in a bizarro yeah. world. It's a bizarro world. We're 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 in a bizarro world where. I wish it was translated because we play it. It's a bizarre world where we say, oh, you know what? The Taliban spokesperson made a p- good point. Like, that's the bizarre world we're in. And yeah. meanwhile, Joe Biden, his administration is the Baghdad Bob, that guy who was going on, on television during the fall of Iraq, during the Iraq invasion, saying, oh, no, the Americans are nowhere to be seen. No, we have retaken the city, right? Lying, propagandizing. It's a complete script reversal. It, it's a weird, weird feeling. Also, just in, if we put up my screen, Joe Biden has pulled $500 million, put up my screen, $500 million from his emergency funds to rehouse Afghan refugees. Listen, it, it, that, is a, that is a noble pursuit, but a, a significant question has to be asked. Well, maybe we shouldn't have vets, homeless vets. I mean, if it's that simple. If it's just Joe Biden taking the money and giving it to people who need somewhere to live, why haven't we done it with homeless veterans? Because they're not I mean, important. Why they're Americans. They're not important. We're they're not useful important. idiots. Useful idiots. We, we've, we've made ourselves useful idiots to the aristocratic elite and these, these uh, puppets that they put up in government. We're, we're, wake, we're waking up to it. But we keep talking about it. Let's do something about it. Let's do well, something about it. this is a talk it. show. But, but what I'm saying is we keep talking about it. <laughs> holistically like we uh, we just talk about this is what's going to happen this is what's going to happen then when it happens you're not surprised it happened but if we know what happens we know what they want to do we'll just stop it just stop it take 5000 people walk down to the state house and tell them all to get out including the governor governor get out and then when the police show up say hey you have an obligation to protect us as as citizens and you haven't so you you pick a side right we we don't have to take what they're putting in front of us 
We don't have to eat their slop. We don't have to give them 40% of our pay. And listen, 40% of our pay is that means that, let me break it down to you. When they go in and they take 35, 40% of your paycheck, which they do on average, they take 35, 40% of your paycheck and they take that, but they, they do it over the course of a year. That means that the first three to four months of the year, you work for the government. You work for yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. There's a day every year where the average person finally gets to keep what they earn. If, if you, it's like a couple months, like you, the first three or four months. It's usually right around tax day. Yeah. Um, when after that point, you no longer are paying the government. Um, if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about this. Think about this. Trillions of dollars yeah. in debt, $30 trillion in debt. They walk around doing whatever they want. They manipulate the stock market. They make it go up and go down depending on who they want to support. They, they take our money. The, the police don't even protect the American people that are standing out there, you know, displaying their constitutional rights. They let Antifa do whatever they want. They end up arresting the people that are, that are out there redressing their grievances. People get stabbed. They, they do whatever they want. The judiciary gets to do whatever they want. They get to take the information in the media and on big tech, and they get to propagate it all over everywhere, even though our eyes don't deceive us. We see it. Plenty of evidence. I mean, just, just think about the just massive amount, the massive amount of things as Americans we tolerate that we don't have to tolerate. We don't. I don't know why, but IO in the DLive comment section is typing out the lyrics for J.G. Wentworth's commercial. <laughs> Have a structured settlement, but I need cash now. That was funny. Um, so let's get through a couple of these things with Afghanistan, and then we'll pivot and talk about election integrity. This was bizarro world. So you have Trudeau, leader in Canada, talking about, I, I can't even believe this, in order to get information on what was happening with the American withdrawal in Afghanistan, Trudeau called Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I, I didn't believe it too when I first saw it, but no, let's, let's go ahead and play the clip, play cut 16. I also spoke last night with former U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, who shares our concern for Afghan women and girls. She welcomed our efforts and urged Canada to continue our work. Governments, international organizations, and civil society must continue to work together to support women and girls in Afghanistan yeah, the Afghan people need the world to stand with them. And that is what Canada will continue to do. Yeah, no, it's, it's not going to happen. I mean, what he's talking about, well, let's break down what he's talking about, because he's hoping you don't actually look into what the terms are that he's using. He's talking about civil society. Civil society mm. are the organizations in society that make up a democracy, right? Your schools, universities, your professional associations like rotary clubs, those kinds of things, churches different cultural institutions like the organizations that put on different fairs and festivals in town to mark different cultural milestones. Those don't exist anymore in Afghanistan. There is no children, like girls school anymore is done. I was watching a clip. I didn't want to play because it it's too heartbreaking of the teachers saying goodbye to the young girl students because they're not allowed to go anymore. So the girls showed up to school and they turned them away just because they're not allowed to go there. So this idea that the civil society organizations, there's no rotary clubs in Afghanistan. There's no churches. The Taliban's going after the churches, all the underground churches. And the mosques support the Taliban. So this, uh, Trudeau's just speaking out of have its rear end. 
He's making it up and hoping that you don't actually look into it. What does he mean by civil society? It's a joke. And he's calling up Hillary Clinton? Hillary Clinton's not in office. She lost the election. Why is the leader of Canada being forced to call up a past Secretary of State? Hillary Clinton hasn't been Secretary of State in forever. He's calling her, asking for advice and, and, and talking about U.S. policy? That's because Joe Biden's sleeping. He's taking a nap. It's applesauce time for Mr. Applesauce Brain. No, it, it's despicable. It's absolutely despicable. And I wanted to play um, one more. Well, no, we won't play that one. Um, I want to just show some pictures of what it looks like at the airport that Joe Biden is allegedly securing. Put up image one. These are people who are fleeing over razor wire. There's no American troops there helping them get through the gate. They are climbing on top of other bodies being hoisted up to cross over razor wire. Anyone who's ever tried to climb over razor wire, that's not fun. It's not fun. But they're willing to do that because they know it's certain death if they don't. And just to show you, th this was this is a bizarre image. Put up image three. This is what it looked like in Kabul in the 1970s. And this is what it looks like today after the fall of Afghanistan. So in the 1970s, you had women, short skirts, right? Very Americanized. Now they are wearing their full burqas. Full burqas. Can't even see their eyes. It really is very, very depressing. So, Joe, I know you wanted to talk about um, election integrity stuff. Why don't we start with, with this? Because I saw this while I was on vacation. And it was, I don't want to call him your boy, because I think you've gotten off of the Dan Crenshaw train. But it was Dan Crenshaw being asked about election fraud and him flat out saying it didn't happen. Oh, and yeah. That's not why anyone lost. He won't get um, reelected. Yep, probably not. But never underestimate the power of a GOP -er in a in a Texas deeply red district. Hopefully not. But I want to play this. I'm sure you all saw this. I didn't have a chance to weigh in on it. Um, let's play this clip. The clip I just sent over to you, Mr. Producer, over Messenger. Um, like, I can't there, tell if these jokes are serious. Problems, but don't don't kid yourself into believing that's why we lost. It's not. It's not. You're, you're I'll wrong. Tell, I'll tell you openly. You're I'll wrong. Tell you, and I'm not wrong. Yes, you are. Five, five I have states. plenty of proof. I have proof in Arizona, yeah, I, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. You, you did the Maricopa. Yeah, and, that turn and, out? and guess what? It's going to turn out, and it's going to flip. Okay, we're you watch. It. We're gonna. You're going to see it first won't. It won't. And, you're, and you've got to flip all five states to make you it. You know work. how they're stealing the elections? All right, I'm not, not going to argue with this. I'm not going to argue with this. It's just something. Look, I'll, I'll say it. So, <laughs> that was video captured by that um, man running for office, Bobby Python, and that's why. Bobby Python, that's why he had Bobby, his little um, advertisement on the bottom right. And Bobby Python, by the way, is a mathematician. He's also a hedge fund manager. He, he manages people's money. He's very, very smart. And, you know, he, the, the analysis that he did specific to the, the election was, it, is the gold standard. It is a standard by which you can, you can hang your hat on it 100% of the time. Everything that Bobby built and wrote out. Matter of fact, he went back and retested it and went back to old professors and said, I need you to validate all this information for me. And not one of those professors would come out against him. They, they all said, look, Bobby Python 100% knows what he's talking about when he talks about the, the mathematics and probabilities in those areas. So remember, so and he's running for Crenshaw, Crenshaw said something 
So, oh yeah, what? They, they stole five states? They stole five states? As if that somehow is beyond the realm of possibilities? Joe, do you remember Mark Elias, the lawyer who worked for per Perkins Coie? Oh yeah. Um, he was the lurker oh, who- Go ahead, put this up. The, this is gonna be fun. It was the lawyer who laundered the yeah. Trump-Russia do dossier, yeah. right? That was the law firm with Mark Elias. The Clinton yeah. campaign paid them to launder this dossier into government to create the whole Trump-Russia collusion hoax. Yes, yes. Mark Elias has another organization called Democracy Docket. And Democracy Docket, if we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, I have it set to go. So you have Crenshaw doubting the possibility of stealing an election in five states. Democracy Docket last year went into all of these states to challenge election laws to make it easier to, to vote fraudulently, right? To, to force states to no longer check signatures, right? To force states to mail ballots to all registered voters, even if they didn't ask for it. So this guy, Mark Elias, through his organization, Democracy Docket, went to all of these states. It's, it's almost easier to count the states he wasn't in to see how many he went to. Um, and for whatever reason, the gray ones um, aren't lit up, but they had lawsuits in the lead up to the 2020 election. So it's pretty much every light colored state is the one that he wasn't in. So almost two thirds of the states he's in filing yeah. lawsuits to make it easier to, to vote fraudulently. Right. We, we talked about these lawsuits all the time. Pennsylvania, like barring them from checking signatures. That had an effect. That had an absolute effect. Pennsylvania forcing them to uh, to accept ballots after the election was already over. So ballots that were received after the fact. Going into Texas, trying to make Texas more blue. So when I hear Dan Crenshaw say it's not possible to steal five states, I mean, I'll let you talk, Joe, and I'll count these up while you're talking, but this is a lot more than five states. Well, it's not it, it, the election fraud that happened across. I mean, you look at Dr. Frank, uh, Douglas Frank's analysis. You look at uh, Seth Keschel's analysis. These analysis are done in multiple different ways using multiple different types of, of math and science. All of them come to the same conclusion that the election fraud happened across multiple election machines, election systems. Uh, Smartmatic, ESNS, and Dominion being the top three, but not just those three. You also have Heart. Now, I'm not telling you that this didn't happen in conjunction with really bad people, because it did. But the the magnification of what happened this year, the magnification of what happened in the 2020 election, happened because they got greedy. They were so afraid that because of the wave, it wasn't 70 million people that voted for President Trump, right? It wasn't 70 million people. It was. If you break down the equivalent of the, the uh, of those families, you're talking about families of 230, 240 million Americans. I mean, it, it's it's uh, over 70 percent of our society uh, voted for in whole for Donald Trump, and they had to cheat. They knew that the, that that there was no enthusiasm for a, a Biden administration. They knew that there was no enthusiasm for the Democrats. So they cheated in multiple different ways and they used organizations to do it. I mean, go back to the Project Veritas deal on, on Chris Jacks. This guy said very openly and clearly, he was bragging about the fact that they put people in every position and that they were gonna lie, cheat, and steal. Their words, not mine. And that's what they did. They lied, they cheated, and they stole. And they stole an election and now they want us to just believe that it's not, that we're not dealing with massive amounts of fraud. We are, we're dealing with massive amounts of fraud. And now to make matters worse, we have, 
people that are uh, complicit in the behavior to take away um, the American voice. And uh, you have big tech and media and everything else that's violating the Constitution as a proxy for the radical left. I mean, we're it. it yeah, well, I mean, that's why it, it's very easy to understand the concept that when multiple states use the same election machines and they're all connected to the Internet or have the ability to connect to the Internet, it's very easy to explain the concept of someone pushing a button and affecting outcomes in multiple states, right? Yeah. That, that's easy to understand. What Crenshaw doesn't get is that there's the other part of election theft where the Democrats literally changed the election laws. In the, in the, during an election year, they changed election laws. In most cases, illegally and unconstitutionally right. through a court process, not through the state legislature. Right. Something that the right. Supreme Court refused right. to even come up to even hear. But let's put up one more time. I, I counted, including the District of Columbia, 34 states that this one law firm, heavily entrenched Democrat law firm, um, run by Mark Elias, same guy who did the Trump dossier, went to 34 different states, including the District of Columbia, to change their election laws. Not to make it easier for Republicans to vote, to make it easier for Democrats to vote, and make it harder to weed out fraudulent votes. Right. So, Crenshaw, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how someone like Crenshaw can say that, oh, no, you couldn't have possibly stolen five states. You couldn't have possibly rigged five states. When this map exists, and this is just one Democrat lawyer going around the country. I just don't right. get it. I don't get it. Well, I don't know if you saw the report that came out of Georgia that talked about election fraud, but the Georgia judge sealed the report. It was, it was uh, I think, nearly 2,000 pages. Let me see if I can find it. Um. Well, while you're doing that, let me mention to everyone that this podcast is brought to you by Air Medicare Network. Air Medicare Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and yours should any of you need to be medevaced, airlifted, to a hospital for medical care. We saw those hospitals in Af so those helicopters in Afghanistan. The military is not going to come to pick you up, but but you never know. We don't get to choose when disaster strikes, and we don't get to choose how we get taken to the hospital. Even if you're in a suburban area or in a city, you'd be shocked at how many people actually get airlifted in suburban areas in cities just because of traffic. But when you become an Air Medicare Network member, you don't need to worry about the cost. You don't have to worry about the upwards of $60,000 that it'll cost to fly you or your family member to a hospital. It only costs $85. Gets you one year of coverage, less if you're a senior citizen, and it works out to be less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. And as long as you're flown by an AMCM provider, which they have a whole portal, you can put your zip code in, and they'll tell you whether you're covered. I tried to find zip codes that they don't cover. Haven't found one yet. As long as you're flown by an AMC provider, you won't pay one cent for that flight. So go to the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And when you use promo code daily, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for. Again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And then use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. All right, Joe, did you find it? Yeah, I did. Um, let, me, so let me give you a little there's time. A, there's a judge who sealed the report on the voting machine, and I was, I was off. It's a 25,000-word report um, that was written by a University of Michigan computer science professor who has testified numerous times and on the U.S. elections uh, and security. J. Alex Halderman claims that Georgia ballot marking devices suffer from specific highly exploitable vulnerabilities that allow attacks to change votes despite the state's purported We have defenses. that. Can, we put, can you send that to Mr. Producer and he can put it up on screen? Yeah, 
Let's see if I can get this real quick. That was the Daily Beast. Do we want someone else? We want to promote the Daily Beast. It's fine. There okay, right. we, we can just send, send it over to him, and and, and, uh, and we'll get it up on the screen. And you saw another article that that detailed the same thing. That uh, let's see here. Got it. Sent. I haven't been paying attention to any of this. I've been focusing on Afghanistan because it's 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 insane. Yeah. What, what they're doing there. I mean, even now, the, the, the Biden administration says they're going to try and get between seven and 8,000 people yeah. out a day. So, by the way. And they're, and they're getting 700 people out a day, and barely any of them are Americans. Yeah, because they don't care about Americans. You, you have the governor of, of Georgia that's talking about bringing Afghan refugees to Georgia. I mean, we, do you see how silly this is? And they're not vetted. They're not yeah. vetted. No, no, they're not like, vetted. When, when they're, they're running, hey, when they're running on here. the— they're running on the C-17, packed yeah. in like sardines. No, sardines. No one's vetting them. But look, no one's look doing at a the, background check. Look at what the CNN. Look at what the CNN lady did. Right? She says, yeah. "Well, they're 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 screaming death to America, but at the same time, they seem they're like friendly. they're really nice, really friendly." Yeah. Death to America. Oh, hi. How are you? You see what's happening here? Yeah. You see what's happening here? Yeah. All right. Go ahead and put this up if you would. So this is the Judge Seals report on voting machines vulnerabilities. A judge in Georgia election security lawsuit is working to tamp down voting machine conspiracy theories. People, if you're not paying attention, they're, they're saying that all of the evidence that's out there that supports all of this fraud, all of that evidence is a nothing burger. Now keep in mind, there was a forensic analysis of the images from the ImageCast system, which showed that those ballots were in different bins very different, different collected bins that were identical. They were identical ballots, identical markings, but they were scanned through twice. Have you heard about that report recently in the last couple of weeks, Bex? Uh, I think so. I don't well, have you've heard, you've heard about it like three yeah. or four yeah, weeks yeah. ago, but we're not talking about yeah. it now because they, they are literally trying to snuff out every piece of evidence, and there are tens of thousands of pieces of evidence, big pieces of evidence, that show that there's massive amounts of voter fraud. The election was stolen. And here, this judge goes on to say, I can't allow this report to be out there because if it gets out there, the, the, the general public will be on to the fact that they, their voice doesn't matter, that you don't have a voice. They'd be on to that. So Haldeman wrote this report uh, after he was given 12 weeks of access to an unused Dominion ICX voting machine, according to court documents. Several sources who spoke to the condition of anonymity told the Daily Beast that the secret report makes two points. Hacking these specific ballot marking devices is easier than previously believed, and Georgia does not have a process in place to catch it if it ever happens. Georgia voters face an extreme risk that ballot marking devices based attacks could manipulate their individual votes and alter election outcomes. Uh, while Hodderman claims are unverified, don't, don't address the 2020 election and provide no evidence that anyone has taken advantage of the alleged vulnerab vulnerabilities, their mere existence would likely be enough for many, quote unquote, to stop the steal, quote unquote, advocates who believe the 2020 results were illegitimate despite no evidence of widespread voter fraud. This is a lie. No evidence of widespread voter fraud is a lie. So the amount piece, what do you expect? But that's my point. My point is, is that we, we get this one side from these radicals and then we get people like Google, which, by the way, we have a whistleblower at Google that just came forward and said that Google manipulated all of the data and all the information so that it would suppress, even in its, its algorithms, the ability for people to find articles that would show that evidence of fraud. They did. It, I believe it. It, it is. 
it has got to get to the point where, you know, and again, I'll say it again, we just take it to the streets. We go to the streets. Let's go to the streets. I'll meet you in the streets. I'll meet you there, Max. So what, what else do you want to, we, we pivoted. We had a guest who was going to be on. He canceled last minute. So we talked about election. Uh, we talked about Afghanistan. We talked about this, um, the election issues. Hey, well, let's open the phone lines. Uh, we had some weird callers uh, earlier in the day, but 888-441-1121 is our number. We had a couple people who wanted to talk, call in yesterday about Afghanistan. We couldn't get to them. They dropped off and we ran out of time. Um, so if you want to call in, let us know if you served in Afghanistan, if you have a family member, a son, daughter, or sons who served, feel free to call in 888-441-1121. Why don't we do this? Why don't we read the the statement that Donald Trump put out today? Um, Mr. Bruiser, go ahead, go to my screen, and I'll, I'll read this. Let me zoom in. Here we go. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States. What took place yesterday in Afghanistan made our withdrawal from Vietnam look like child's play. Perhaps in world history, there has never been a withdrawal operation that has been handled so disastrously. A president who has been illegitimately elected has brought great shame in many ways to our country. That is an absolute true statement. Trump should get out there and give a speech. Yeah, he should. He should give a speech. He should. So let's call him up. Let's tell President Trump that he needs to give a speech. Give a speech. I think, he, I, I, I think that's a great idea. I think he should have a speech. I think that it, it would at least show that someone is... Uh, addressing the sensibilities of our nation or the lack of sensibilities of the leadership. Well, you know who isn't giving a speech today? Go ahead and put up my screen again. Joe Biden. Joe Biden's schedule today has him receiving the president's daily brief sometime in the morning. Then there will be a press briefing, and that's it. And then calling a lid. Joe Biden is not expected to be in public at all today. 1.30. Calls a lid at one. 30. Well, no, he called a lid immediately. He's done. Uh, the, the call time's at, at 1. 1 p.m. See how it's the pool time? Yeah. That's the call time. So they're done. No, you will not see the Biden. You will not see President Biden at all. All day. Despite everything that's going on. Have you seen this? I'm, I'm sure you have. Let me, uh, let me put it on the screen. The new Biden logo. Can I put it up? The new Biden logo. Oh... Oh, yeah. Well, there should be blood splatter for when they fell off. Well, no, it, it's a it's a very there's blood on there. It's hands. not it's not it's not to, it's it's not to scale. But uh, yeah, no, this is uh this this should be the new Biden logo. Absolutely. How how can you be president of the United States and have that shouted at you and just leave the room and not even answer any questions? As we played it earlier, uh, President Ford gave 35 minutes of uh question and answer to the press after the fall of Saigon. And he was honest with it. He said, yeah, this was bad. But we're going to look forward. We're not going to look backwards. We're going to look forward. He gave 35 minutes of, of answers to press questions. No vetting the press. No pre-screened questions. No, Joe Biden went back and hid in his little bunker. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I need to take a I need to take a break I think for a couple of days and go fishing or something. But I don't have time to go fishing. I, I'm I'm worn out, Max. I'm worn out, and I know that's just going to get even worse over the next couple of weeks and couple of months. Ah, this is as yeah, no, low I, energy as I think I've ever been at this point, <clears throat> just because I'm I'm just disappointed. I'm I'm ridiculously disappointed that we're we're not doing enough, right? 
Don't pin that stuff on me. Yeah, don't pin that stuff on me. It's not me. I'm just Kamala Harris. Well, so you look at everything going on. Seven months Joe Biden's been in office. By the way, put it on my screen. These, this is how many days we have left until the next inauguration. We cannot wait that long. No. We cannot, we cannot stand <clears throat> another 1,233 days of this. That's, no. We, there's no way. No, there's just no way. Our, our country will not be in existence in 1,232 days. I'm going to tell you I'm no. gonna, providentially, providentially, our country cannot survive 1,232 more days. It can't. It can't. Well, and I, I'm not you, sure that President Trump, when he gets put back into office, because he will be put back into office, um, will have enough time in that four years without cleaning out of the government. I think that he has to fire thousands and thousands of people, tens of thousands of people in the government. I think that people that are on his side need to grow some courage and stand up. And if they don't stand up, I think that you have to have just massive reconstructing of the government. It, it has to happen. It has to happen. And we've got to get to the place where we have independence on technology and how we do manufacturing. And we, we've got to get away from this dependence or... Uh, you know, playing into uh, China's hands as it relates to being able to control even our, our flow of anything, technology. I mean, they close the flow of technology, the, the flow of, of automobiles, the flow of, uh, you name it. Even shipping containers are made in China. It's crazy. Yeah, everything is. So yeah. we're not going to survive it. So I put the link in the description um, to yesterday's facts blast. Um, Joe Biden has to be removed. People saying, well, what happens? Then you have Kamala Harris. Listen, we're not going to let this ignoramus, this dementia-ridden fool, stay in office because the next person is just as bad. You remove him, you remove her too. There's no, there's no shield to the impeachment clause of the Constitution because the vice president is worse than he is, right? That's not a, that's not a real solution. We're not going to last 1,232 days, 22 hours, 21 minutes, 24 seconds. We will not last that long. We cannot just wait for the next election. That's how long until the next inauguration. And God forbid they steal it again and he takes that second oath of office. No, it won't happen. No, I, I'm we'll telling you, there's, there's no more machines. And, and we have to do it this year. There's no more machines. Dominion's finished, right? ESNS finished. Smartmatic finished. Hand count those ballots. And by the way, Runbeck, I, I don't even know the amount of research I did on this company called Runbeck. Runbeck. Runbeck creates ballot, uh, uh, mobile ballot pr printers, right? So they, they actually provide the paper. They provide the ballot machines. They provide, they, they basically are inside the election systems. All these politicians and people that run for office, like Wayne Williams in Colorado, they're now working for Runbeck, selling and pimping it while they're actually sitting on, uh, sitting on councils. It's, it's, cra it's crazy what we're dealing with, Max. The amount of, yeah. of special interests and, and uh, ply for power and money in, in these, uh, these people that are supposed to be representing the interests of the American people, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Austin just said, explain that, Joe. What am I supposed to explain? Well, you, you mentioned a lot of things that we haven't done any, any uh, preface on. Oh, so run back. Run back. Like things like that. Yeah, go look it up. The, and the guy that is uh, on the front page of Runbeck, R-U-N-B-E-C-K, uh, the guy that they have as a testimonial is a the guy that has interfered with, is on the election council or whatever in Arizona, has interfered with the audit in Arizona, is working side by side with, has given money to uh, unapologetically to 
you know, uh, Biden for president and a bunch of other radical leftist organizations. So we're just dealing with a, you know, an organization and a group of people that are that have designed an entire criminal syndicate. They're all connected, all connected. The Taliban has now given Joe Biden until September 11th to withdraw all U.S. troops from Afghanistan. <laughs> um, you go ahead, put up my screen. This is news out from NatSec advisor, so the National Security Advisor, admitting that Joe Biden has not spoken with any other world leaders since Afghanistan fell to the Taliban. So the last two, three days, Joe Biden has not spoken to a single world leader. That is why Justin Trudeau had to call Hillary Clinton, because Joe Biden seems to have turned his phone off. He's he's absent. He's gone. Yeah. I, I, like, how can this be real? Because the, the left, that's what they do. They, they want to look. This is a puppet government. This is a puppet government. Yeah. And the people that are in th these these judges that are hiding stuff from the American people, this person down in, in Georgia, this judge that is suppressing information that is important to the American people because oh, they don't want to bolster uh, everywhere you turn, Max, everywhere you turn. We're, they're all, we're dealing with a massive amount of, a, it's a cabal. It's, it's a deep state. They're all shaking each other's hands and, hey, listen, when it all happens and the American people start falling and they start losing their jobs, we'll be okay because we can just keep printing money. We'll all, we'll all be good. We're, we can hang out with the political elite. Maybe I'll just keep moving up. Power and money. All at the expense of the American people who have become slaves to these evil, evil. Time, I Josh. Mark the time. Um, so yeah, 888 if anyone wants to call in. We've talked a lot about a lot of things today. Um, I just, I, I can't believe Joe Biden hasn't spoken to a single world leader. Like, they're not even pretending Why to go would through he? the motions. Because that's what the president's supposed to do. They're not even pretending to go the mo through the motions. He could pick up the phone and call the leader of Britain, right? He could call Trudeau. Those are easy conversations that you don't even need a translator. It's not even hard. He can yeah. just speak himself. Like, what is going on with Joe Biden that he can't even talk to a world leader? What is going on with no Joe idea. Biden that he has to be shuttled back, back to Camp David after giving a 10-minute speech where he ran away without taking any questions? What is happening with Joe Biden that he calls a lid the minute he wakes up? Uh, what is going on? I, I think that you, we know what's going on. We're, we're dealing with a we have, massive breakdown. No, we, we're dealing with a massive breakdown of our societal norms. Uh, and it's happening everywhere. Let's stop pretending that this, is, this isn't what they wanted. They want to get to the point where people like you, people like me, people that are listening to this show, don't feel like there's any hope. And there is a ton of hope. You know what the hope is? Us. So over the next couple of weeks, we go in there, we pull up the big box truck, and we walk in and say, get out. All the judges, get out. The judiciary is compromised all the way up to the Supreme Court, all the way up. When they denied based on standing the Texas lawsuit, all it told me is the Supreme Court is trash. It's trash. And Republican, Democrat doesn't matter anymore, people. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican. What has mattered is that the leadership in this country is selling out to special interest and dark money, period. And so the only thing that we can do is just stop funding it. Stop. I believe that we are going to have to say we're not going to work. I believe we're going to say we're not paying taxes. I believe that businesses are going to have to stand up and, and make a decision on what side of the fence they want to stand on. What side of history do you want to be on? Yeah. Yeah. So I mentioned this earlier that the United States left behind aircraft. People are saying, well, the Taliban can't fly aircraft. Oh, my God. I put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is the Taliban. 
in a helicopter flying it. They're, they're joyriding. Joyriding around different provinces. Now, will it, will it be running in a week or in a month? Probably not. Probably not. But they have gotten... They've gotten planes, they've gotten helicopters up in the air. So obviously they're going to learn very quickly that logistics wins wars. They're not going to have the repairmen, they're not going to have the mechanics, they're not going to have the spare parts. Because anyone who's ever worked on these aircraft know that they run, not on fuel, but on spare parts. <laughs> um, but no, our enemy is airborne. If only just for... <laughs> Look at that guy hanging out of the cockpit. <laughs> This is crazy. Uh, it, they're airborne. It's Thanks, crazy. Joe. But we have no plan to stop it. No plan to stop them from doing this. None. Nope. That's the, they, they admitted that. The Pentagon admitted they have no plan to stop the Taliban from possessing, let alone flying, aircraft. Yeah. yeah. Probably an Af engineer reverse said it'll be an Afghan, now Taliban pilot. Yeah. No, we trained them. We trained them, and then they, they, they surrendered. If, if you're a Democrat watching this, what's happening right now, if you're a Democrat and you're still a Democrat and you haven't gone on there and said, look, I'm going to just, you don't have to go be a Republican, just go to independent. That's really what should happen is both sides should get to the place where everyone's an independent. Just walk away from these political parties. Those political parties are meant to, they're meant to basically control us as people. They're meant to control us. Centralize money, centralized power on two sides of the fence. We fight back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And in the middle of that, the American people die. And not only do the American people die, but we watch as innocent people around the world run for their lives, hoping to get an opportunity to come to the United States, while people in the United States are just crapping all over, <laughs> all over America, saying it's, just, it's a terrible place. We need gender fluidity and critical race theory. And uh, we got to make sure that kids can graduate from high school without being able to read. And it's their obligation to give them a, a certificate. Who, nobody wants a certificate. What they want is opportunity. What they want is be taught enough things, enough skills, that they don't have to sell gun, or excuse me, sell drugs in the street, they don't have to sell their bodies, that they can actually be a productive part of society, that they have opportunity, that they can innovate and do things and grow and you know, own their own business and all of these things. But every time you turn around, man, you have the, the good old federal government, uh, the good old government standing in the way of the American yeah. people. So maybe we end with this. I just saw this. this. This makes me laugh. If you wonder why the Afghan army crumbled so quickly, realize we've spent on the war in Afghanistan something like $2.2, $2.3 trillion total. A lot of that went towards training the Afghan army. And I want you to see this little training session with their American trainer. Watch them try and do jumping jacks. Let's go to my screen, Mr. Producer. Oh, my gosh. That is embarrassing. Look at that. <laughs> Look at the guy right there. He's <laughs> oh, You've got to be kidding me. I mean... <laughs> <sighs> you like, can't make this stuff up. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Don't worry. I, I, yeah, I get army is I'm going to protect everyone in my country. Ah, oh, yeah, look at me. Afghan army is strong. <laughs> we, have well, we have trained them well. Look at this, idiot. We've trained them well. They will defend Afghanistan. Afghanistan will not fall. Kabul will not fall. And they can't even do a jumping jack. A couple of them can. Look at that guy jump into him. Yay, 
whoa, yay! And look at look yay. at the American trying look to look like Teletubbies. <laughs> Tinky winky, Tinky winky. Yeah, it is. La la, po. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I'm just waiting for the baby sun to peek over that mountain. Look at him. He's like, ah, oh, stomp, stomp. I could watch this all day. Like the idiocy. Yeah, so it looks like it's just a bunch of Democrats. So the warning signs were all there. The warning signs that the Afghan military wasn't going to hold the line were all there. But uh, Mark Milley was too busy yeah. looking for white supremacists, too busy pushing transgenderism, too busy pushing flight suits for pregnant women in the Air Force. Yeah. Too busy to realize that the Afghan army can't even do a freaking jumping jack. Ugh. I'm going to take that down. I, I, I can't. Even, it's just too distracting. Too distracting. Um, do you have anything else background. to? Do you have any, anything else to close out real quick? No, you know, I'm. I just want you to know that I. I always say this: God wins, and people send me these text messages when I say that. Oh, I do have some updates. So, 1776 Patriot Ranch. We are now 371 away from finishing that up. Um, the documents will be done. I'm, I'm actually going to send out an email to everyone today and just tell them where we're at in the process. Um, closing for that is set for the 20th of October. Uh, so give us enough time to make sure we finish and round everything out and they'll get a site survey that they'll send over as well that I'll send to everyone. And then we'll build a calendar, which I'm working on now. And the calendar will allow you to just pick a day and you want to go out there. And then anyone that, that, um, is a part of the 1776 ranch. Um, we are going to have a part. I want to like uh, October 20th. I want to have a party out there. There's a couple things that came up that in the contract stuff that we do have to do some checking into one of which is the, uh, um, the there's trees, there's a tree problem. There's a, there's like a fungus that is, that affects the oak trees. And um, there's also uh, anthrax. There's a triangle that exists just along that border. And uh, Uvalde is in that, just outside that triangle. So we have to also check for sort of anthrax. Sorry, just the way it is, just things that you have to do. So um, we'll get all that information out and then we'll hopefully have a big party on October 20th down at the, uh, down at the ranch, the 1776 Patriot Ranch. Um, but you're gonna have to bring tents and and uh, maybe we'll have a, uh, what is it called? A raffle for who gets to stay in the, in the rooms. Um, bring campers down there. We'll just have a lot of fun. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Great. So everyone mark your calendars for that. Um, before we end, I want to show you this. I'm not going to play the video, but this is now making the rounds. A plane, put on my screen, a plane coming out of Kabul with a body stuck under the plane with the landing gear. So that is what's still happening, still happening in Afghanistan. Yeah. Real shame. Didn't have to be this way. Joe Biden made it this way because Orange Man's bad, in case you didn't know. And much rather have no plan than do a Trump plan. Even as imperfect as it is, you wouldn't have seen this. Let's go ahead and take that down. That's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio edition of the podcast. Mentioned earlier... Go back and listen to old episodes, especially some of the earlier episodes. Episode 24 was all about prepping and what a civil war would possibly look like. There's a lot of old episodes that were pretty, pretty well done. 
So go back and listen to them. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Podbean. New episodes go live on all those places, as well as streamed live on video on Facebook, conservative-daily.com, DLive, CloudHub, and Twitch, and soon to be Frank Speech. If not, tomorrow, the next day, but hopefully tomorrow. I don't want to have to sing my Little Orphan Annie song. But make sure you check that out. Subscribe to all the different platforms, because sometimes it goes down on one of them, Sometimes it's our fault. Sometimes it's the tech overlords don't want you to see. So make sure you have all of those bookmarked so that you can go the right place if you need to. Also, make sure you sign up for our our text alerts. Text FREEDOM to 89517, and you'll get a text alert before we go live every day with the links to that day's episodes. Um, Real quick, Joe, because we're about to end. I was just going to let you know that I had somebody from Facebook that said the reason why Facebook uh, throttles us is that they only allow a certain number of people to get on. And then it starts to buffer everyone else out so that they can individually per page go in and say, we don't want more than 150 people to be able to see this. And so not only are they blocking us and shadow banning us, they're also doing the other thing, which is slowing down the, the uh, feed so that only a certain number of people could actually watch it. It's pretty sick, man. Yeah. It's pretty sick what they're doing because they're, they're trash. So sooner or later, we'll get away from yep. that. And hopefully we're up on Frank's speech by, I'll, oh, by the way, I'll be on Frank's speech tonight talking about election integrity and the connections um, between Serbia. I don't, I don't know what time. I think it's 7 o'clock. But I'll put something out on Telegram, and I'll put something out on the other channels telling you when I'll be on Frank's speech. But I'll be on it with Brandon House tonight um, live. Everyone, make sure you tune in for that. Hopefully, we are on Frank's speech relatively soon. Um, so stay tuned for that, and we'll let you know when we are. That's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.